Welcome to the Priority Pod. Thanks for tuning in. Here is where we let the important things be important. And we keep our priorities straight. True. This is a lifestyle podcast where we will discuss the lows and the grows of life as a young newlywed couple just out here trying to serve God, Amen. love each other, and our people, Facts. do our best to survive in America, if we can. y'all fill us, and ultimately get to this bread. Get to this bread, dog. You already know what it is. It's your boy, Rep4, a.k.a. Big Smooth, a.k.a. Mr. Pryor with the Fire, a.k.a. that dude in Jada's wedding pics that keeps popping up. Yeah, it's, it's me. And I am your other co-host, Jada, otherwise known as Jada. Jada. <laughs> no, yeah. Jada. So today yeah. we get to talk about being married and living with our parents. You may have seen it. On our Instagram, the official title is, You're Married and Living with Your Family? What? What? Oh my gosh. I thought y'all were leveling up, and now you just seem like you're going backwards. <laughs> Are y'all doing okay? Right. Are you struggling? Right. Is everything okay at home? Is it, is it, bro? No. Oh. So we're here to talk, like, the real about our experience with the feedback that we have gotten from different people versus um, how we've handled the situation. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I think maybe we could start with why are we here? Yeah, I think why that's like good. why why are we here? And then we'll get and then once once people hear all the other nonsense, they're gonna be like, oh, oh. yeah, if I if I were to just consider why people might want to do that, right? As a matter of fact, I want to might you know them thinking out loud, maybe I should do that. See if my folks are cool about it like that. Right. Um, you know, right. it might be the best move for a whole lot more people than. Maybe considering it. So you you want to talk a little bit about why? why I think you why should first. You want me to go? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, one, and this is not the case for everybody. Jay's parents are dope. Yeah, they're really cool. Like like they they like they honestly, I think they're cooler than us. To be honest, they might be. Like if they had a podcast, it would pop. It would. Yeah, man. Like they just they just been super duper supportive of everything that we've been trying to do, um, really since we met. Um, and want to make sure that we're set up in a great position. So I think it's truly a testament. Not really. I didn't really do nothing. It's truly a testament to the relationship you have with your folks. Because, you know, if you, if you didn't have that kind of dynamic that I kind of just walked into as a beneficiary without even having to do no work, uh, you know, th- this would not work, I don't think, if you, we didn't have that type of relationship, you know. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so that's one component is that having a good relationship with your parents or your in-laws, um, I think it is is a big reason why we really enjoy yeah. being here, being being at home. Uh, and as the second reason, um, I think I mean could be connected to that is is you know enjoying spending time with family. You know, like some people, some people you know kind of want space from from their other folks, and that, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with you know who who you want to be around and who you want to spend your time with. Um, you know, family matters a lot to to both of us. Um, and so I think it's, it's cool to be able to just wake up and be with your family. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't got to arrange visits. You ain't got to arrange get togethers. You ain't got to wait for the family reunion to see everybody. You ain't got to wait till Sunday dinner. You know, you just, you just kind of come together and and you're always doing things together and helping each other out. Um, and then probably big bucket number three (laughs) is you ain't got to pay rent. Y'all out here paying 1K, 2K for your studio apartment in New York. And I'm just sitting here like, 
sipping my tea. Sucks to suck, my dude. Like, like if you had the option to be with people who you really love, being your parents, and who you really rock with, being your parents, and you can set yourself up, you know, especially over months and years, to stack up so much bread to when we do go out, we're not going out just to say we're independent and then struggling underneath or posting our new new crib or new apartment or new whatever on social media, but we definitely don't want to post that bank balance that's making that possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, why why would you not take advantage of an opportunity to 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 save, to be with people who support you saving and support your financial journey? Um, it's really a no-brainer. Like those those three right off the bat, I like it. I, it was no hesitation once they once they said it was cool. You know. Um, so so I think those. You, you have any other reasons why? Yeah, I'll give mine. Yeah, no, yeah, please go. Ahead. Um, I agree with those wholeheartedly. I think um, as a couple, our mantra, like our values, are faith, family, future. Sheesh. Um. So faith, in in terms of faith, you know that can happen anywhere. You know whatever. Right. But it definitely helps, like being in community. Uh, no, that's facts. And just like living in community, yeah. family. Family is super, super duper important to the both of us. Right. And the only reason why we even have to do this podcast right now is because of the culture of individualism in America. Yeah, yeah. The, the fact that people have the audacity to ask us directly, oh, you can't afford to live on your own right now, so that's why you're living with your family. Right. As though that's the only reason someone would want to live with their family. Like, other countries don't have nursing homes on such a large scale right. as Americans do. Right. Multi-generational households are a norm. Right. They're not a norm here. Right. But in the rest of the world, right. it's more of a norm because they actually care about the people in their lives and want to make sure that they're taken care of. And let, let, let's, let's be more specific when we say here. We, when we say here, we mean the white, yes. Western, traditional, European right. type. Right. There are folks here who do that. Who who rock multi-generational way better than we do. Exactly. You know? And and I think there are communities, I don't think ours included, right. you know, I think a lot of black folks do this, who try to keep up with this idea of success that includes American individualism and, and exceptionalism and independence and self-autonomy and Oh yeah, I don't need nobody. I'm out here on my own. I can I can do my own thing. When literally you can make life ten times better for you, your future self, and for your family. If y'all just do life together. Indeed. That's not that hard. Just and, do life together. Right. And I think a big part of it is that we do have such a great relationship with my family. Um, but also, I think it's super important. And this I feel like specifically applies to the black community, but it can apply to anybody really. I don't subscribe to the perspective that says I had to earn this in the mud. So you have to do the same. Yeah. It's not like we, neither of us are lazy. We're both getting after it. We have a plan. Yeah. We budget. Like, it's not like we're just crashing. Right. Um, this is very like strategic and I, my parents don't see it that way either. They don't say like, we had to struggle in this way. So you have to struggle in this way too. The housing market looks very different in 2020 than it did in 1990. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And neither of us, my mom is a broker. Like I've been a real, around real estate my whole life. Ray is in finance. We crunch numbers. We work our budgets. We right. look at our stuff realistically. I'm not trying to rent my whole life. Right. That is not in my plan for my life. Yeah. So I get to live with the people that I love most in this world. Right. 
I don't take that as a slight because I can't flex a crib that I bought that I can't actually afford on Instagram at age 22. Right. I'm not tripping at all. Yeah. Because Ray and I, like, we play the long game. Right. When ultimately, like, we do things when we can afford to do things. Yeah. And it's the the crazy part is this isn't even about numbers. Like, I hate that this majority of this conversation has even been about that. Yeah. Because it's just like, why can't I just want to do this? Like, yeah. It, I feel like it's inherently bad because, oh, you live with your parents? Jeez, yeah. like, that must be tough. And I think it's hard because it's a combination of folks who say that. And sometimes those same people who make those types of comments will come to the crib and visit and hang out, you know, and kick it on the 4th of July or whatever. Right. And they'll be jealous. They'll be like, dang, y'all all just do this? Right. And like, it's cool. And it's the vibe of the people. Like, yeah. it's the community. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and, and people people realize, you know, uh, they missing out, I think, personally. Like, I realized I was missing out before I joined this. I was like, man, I, I was over here, you know, living by myself for a year and just kind of doing life. And, and I was on my own and doing my thing and paying rent and, you know, all the bills that now I realize are unnecessary. But I missed out. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can, if you can do this, do it. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's seen or present, at least in the conversations I've had, it's been presented to me as a stigma. Like, oh, you live with your parents? But, like, in so many other contexts, and really in this context, it's a privilege. Yeah. Ray and I have the privilege to stay with my parents. Facts. Shout out to my parents if Facts. you're listening. Um, and we have the opportunity to get some things in order. Right. So, I don't understand this perspective that says, oh... You're not completely independent, mm-hmm. so that means that you're not doing something right. My first reaction, honestly, is stay in your lane. Right. Because you don't know what my bank account says, and I don't, I'm not even concerned with what your bank account says. Right. I'm grateful to have a roof over my head, however right. that happens. Yeah. So and on me, Cats will take, play big bang, take little bang. We could do that. Exactly, Like, like bro. Don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> like we, we could easily be doing yeah, what most people our age are doing. Yeah. This is a strategic decision that's going to put us ahead of, I think, a lot of our peers who are kind of in this place where they're like, you know, home could be an option, but I don't want to be that dude that, you know, gra- you know, maybe graduated from school. We're back. supposed to be this big wig, you know, with this job and, and all this success. And then I go back home, you know, like like taking an L, you know, you yeah. just got to accept it. Give me five to ten. Right. And I will say, like, the same the same culture, society, perspective even that enables people, that encourages people to ask me questions that are not their business, such as, oh, why are you staying at home? (laughs) Um, I have had to even interrogate those questions in myself because, I mean, I'm American. Like, I'm a part of the same society too. So I have to ask myself, like, dang, like, am I doing something wrong? Like, am I not... um, honoring the sacrifices that my parents made for me growing up um but then I take a step back and realize like this is a privilege like I said earlier but also like I am honoring the sacrifices that my parents made for me because when we do step out and we're able to step out comfortably and we're still able to build when we step out that is a privilege that a lot of people don't have where we don't have to live paycheck to paycheck we know that we have like certain safety nets in place yeah yeah, and even extending past that, like that's the next phase when we go out, we start our own family, we have our own house. 
we've had conversations with your folks and conversations with my folks that when we that that next phase of when they're in their senior years and they they need you know maybe some more assistance or help we don't plan what kind of house we're going to live in without them included in that plan like that that's very explicit from age 22 yes that when we get whatever crib ends up being our long-term home um it's gonna have a space designed for them it's not going to be a oh we got to figure out a place to stash grandma because she just she she gonna stay in the basement and we no like everybody in our in our circle is gonna know and going to see a vision for their later life in our home too you know so it's not just we we gonna step out and we're gonna do our thing when we do is we're going to take care of them. Right. Like we're going to honor them, like, you know, when, when all is said and done, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I love that because it's what it really is. It's radicalizing this idea of what it means to be a part of a family, especially within our context, like the American culture, where yeah, it culture. says like, oh, yeah. you're 18, um, you're out. Bye. So now you go create your own family, really separating yourself from the family that you grew up with. Why can't I be a part of those same people from yeah. for like my whole life? Like, yeah. why why can't we develop a culture where it really says I love you and I got you and right. I really got you and it doesn't matter that you're 18 now? I think there's a line that needs to be drawn because I'm not saying that we need to like coddle people and like you know not push them to like yeah. do stuff and you know fend for the not fend for themselves but um do something with their lives. Exactly. But it does say, like, if you need something, I got you. Like, yeah. this table is long. Like, I'm not building a higher fence because mm. you hit a certain age and now you just need to try yeah. to figure it out. Like, we're trying to hand off the baton. Mm. We're not trying to make them start the race from the same place that we did. They don't know nothing about that legacy. They don't talk, know nothing about that. They don't, they don't talk that stuff, man. And, and I think that's the cultural narrative, really, is that the people who do what we do and our, our age are doing something wrong. They lazy. They the, they the dudes playing video games all night on the couch, ain't got no job, ain't did nothing. They the Lawrence on Insecure. You oh know what I'm saying? Except he had his own crib. And he was just, he was just, he, East, that was yeah, East. it was Issa's crib. <laughs> he, he was, he, yeah, he, he was there. But, um, you know, people get the impression that they're not young people, you know, in their 20s, recently got out of school, whether it's high school or college, who are hustling and at home. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The idea in the culture is that, like, the only people who do this do it as a, as, as insurance, yeah. as, as a safety net, that you just don't have what you need to do your thing. So that's why you back with mom and pops. But I, I, I'm more so like, I'm not giving no pass to nobody. If, like if, you, if, if your folks think you lazy, you probably lazy. You probably lazy. And they, they, you, they, they know you. Right? Exactly. If you not hustling and you know that, and that's why you at the crib, we not talking to you, right? I'm talking to the folks who are hustling out here doing their thing and want to put themselves in a, in a, you know, Social, emotional, like emotional health, spiritual health, you know, being fed while you're in your home and financial health, you know, five, 10 years from now. I highly encourage you to have a conversation with whoever you need to have a conversation with, whether it's, you know, you, you know, getting together with auntie that lives in a different city or getting together with cousins and trying to figure out what to do wherever you're at. If you are hustling and doing your thing, please don't let anybody talk to you any type of way about you going back home. Because at the end of the day, in 10 years when you play Big Bang, take Little Bang, they're going to look lost. Yeah. They're going to be confused. Like, wait, what? I thought she was broke. Right. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, because you're subscribing to all of these definitions. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you don't know. Forced upon you. But this doesn't even have to be about the nuclear family. Like, 
whoever is family to you. Yeah, this is about loving people and being in community because, you know, we're with my parents right now. But like Ray said earlier, our long-term plan includes them. We're not just catapulting ourselves out there for them to be trying, oh, figure it out. We're out now, figure it out. No, this is, this question, this conversation is about kinship, however you define that and how you love your people. How are you showing up for your people throughout your life? What kind of relationship are you forging with those people? It doesn't have to be people you're related to by blood. It can be friends that you've chosen as family. It can be whomever. Um, But it's just to say like, I'm here for you. And I mean that. Yeah. No, that's real. That's real. It ain't gotta be, you know, honestly, for some people, doing it with their immediate family won't work. Right. And that's their the relationships, reality. That's their dynamics, it's a privilege for us to be It here. won't work, you know? And and it's, you know, maybe the whatever opportunities you see for yourself don't work in your home city, in your hometown. So you need to go somewhere. That's perfectly fine. There is a lane of people who need to hear that somebody who's hustling is back at home doing their thing. Yeah. And it's doing it with a purpose, right. you know? And, it, and it's doing it right. Uh, Definitely. So don't be discouraged if um, people approach you with out-of-pocket questions that make you even question yourself. I've been in that place. Somebody will ask me a question, and I'll question myself, like, man, am I doing enough? Am I, should I move out? Like, am I doing something wrong by being here? But I think one thing that has definitely calmed a lot of that for me is not only having Ray, like, be so supportive, but also my parents are very much, um, they've instilled this this notion of I got you ness. No, they set the tone though. In me. Yeah, they've they absolutely set the, set the tone. And y'all, I, I'm painting this picture of my parents, but I don't want y'all to be fooled. My parents don't play. Right. It would be very <laughs> different. It would be very, very different if we were just crashing That's and we didn't doing. have a plan and we were just yeah. chilling and, you know, taking a free handout. Like exactly. it would be very different if we were doing that. But we got businesses out here. My dad has a business. My mom has a business. Ray right. and I have businesses. Like we are all saying whatever you need for your business i got you and i know you'll do the same for me because you do we exactly. out here rocking with each other's businesses every single day exactly so it's just to say like we have created a norm for what we want um loving each other to look like and that love does not have time parameters exactly. because we hit a different age a different age that age could be 18 or that age could be 65 because when do people start thinking about putting their parents in nursing homes right um, exactly it has no age limit that says, okay, you're too much for me now. Yep. Yep. No, I agree. I agree with that. And I think the two things that just came to mind while you were talking is that we, we sit and talk about how, what we don't have as a community, the wealth we don't have, the, the sense of community we don't have. And we look at other communities like, uh, you know, Hispanic and Latino brothers yeah. and sisters, or we look at parts of cities like Chinatown, um, or, or we look at, you know, a lot of the immigrant communities here, we, we always talk about the Jewish folks and Jewish communities and how they, how hard they ride for each other, but we really not willing to do that. Yeah. Like we, we really not. And like I, and we talk, we talk a game and we be like, Oh yeah, we need to be more like them. Dog, you ain't about it. I agree with that. I do. I just want an asterisk that has to be informed by the fact that like black people did unify. Black people did have uh, areas of economy that were bombed, burned to the ground. So obviously it's the stakes are just the circumstances are a little different for us than a lot of immigrant communities. That's That's true. uh, Because we were not immigrants. Mm. We were kidnapped. But um, 
not even kidnapped, abducted. Right. So, um, no, I that's think real. That's just an asterisk. But I do think there is still a level of accountability that can be applied because it's still to say there are still a lot of people who um, one bad thing goes wrong in a black owned business and it's like, oh, that's why I don't deal with them. <laughs> yeah. But you get bad, you get bad, you get bad um, every service time. from Walmart every single time you go in there. You know dang well you don't go there for the service. No. You know when you pull up to McDonald's, you ain't expecting no type of please, thank you, have right. a great day, have a blessed day, let alone. You might get an ice cream cone if it's working. Right. Or some, or some of the, what do we have at one time? Apple was pies? It? Yeah, apple pies that yeah. ain't 48 oh hours old. Oh my gosh, y'all, I was traumatized by this apple pie! And guess what? We went back and got <laughs> apple pies the next day. Okay, we really don't care. Y'all, I just want to put a disclaimer. That's the only thing we get from McDonald's, and it's really not even that often, okay? But y'all know McDonald's apple pies be hidden. The McNuggets slap, and I'm going, I'm right. going to profess right, it to please. the Lord. <laughs> like, y'all, I found I found a McDonald's bag in his car the other day. He you don't was do me like, yeah, it couldn't even form a sentence. I had McDonald's in like a year, and I just wanted some McNuggets on my barbecue sauce, a hot and spicy, and a McDouble. No, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little pressed at the beginning, but I was like, you know what? I didn't get no drink though. Okay, but yeah, so it's really this question of um, how are you loving your people? How are you loving yourself? Are you brave enough? Are you courageous enough to go against these cultural norms that say this is how you have to be at this certain time? Or are you willing to do what's actually best for your life? Yeah. Whatever that looks like. It doesn't even have to be living with your family. We're talking about our experience. I'm yeah. just saying for the people who are in this position, don't feel bad for doing this. Yeah. Then not even don't feel bad. Hit up your folks if you yeah. think they will be about it and be like, look, can, can we can we pull this off? Obviously, you gotta you gotta respect house rules. You know, if you got a big ego and pride. You need your own space. Then this plan won't work for you, and that's perfectly fine. Just know if you' willing to rock with it, man. There's so many benefits. You have no like. I had no idea. I was expecting to live on my own and be able to rock on my own, and that was a badge of honor that I had. And then I pulled up, and I was like, "Dog, what am I doing? I'm literally tripping." Why would you voluntarily do that? It doesn't make any type of sense. You brand new into this world. You faking your way on thinking you know how to adult, but you really don't. And when you literally got people who are willing to ride for you, you just you just want to swallow the pride. And I have so much more pride now in us than Absolutely. I ever did in me on my own. You know, uh, we are a squad. Yeah. No, for gang, real. Gang. For real. We move. We move. We move like a pack, dog. That's what we do. Right. And it's just very comforting to know, like, I have these people that I can really depend on. Like, for real. Like, I call you, I say something crazy, and I know you're going to show up for me. Yeah. And you don't have to live with people for it to be like that, of course. Right. But it's very nice to have that group of people that you know that for a fact. Like, you know that you know that you know you could lean on. Mm-hmm. No doubt. So, Ray, I'll ask you this. Um, how we've both lived on our own, lived on our own, but what's your perspective on, um, navigating just the ups and downs of life with Mm. us all living here now with my family versus when you were living on your own? Man, it's, it's a completely different world. You know, when I'm rocking on my own, I wear like a, you know, I, 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 I I walk as if I'm independent. I walk like I'm out here on my own, and there's a certain level of there's a certain level of swag to that that I like. Um, 
but in the inside, man, I'm, I'm weak. You know what I'm saying? I'm phased by things that, that shouldn't phase me. You know, little things that, you know, little things like if you catch a flat or if you, you know, forgot something at the store or you need, or you just need a meal and somebody else is already out. Like little things like that, that actually could shake up your day if you're trying to do this all on your own. Those things don't matter anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm literally, now that I'm with four more people, I feel four times as strong. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I just have a different level of resilience and 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 fortitude against whatever obstacles, whether it's, you know, maybe work is stressing me out or whether it's, you know, wh- whatever it might be that, that, that's, that's hitting me, nothing hits as hard anymore. Nothing is as big of a deal. Nothing weighs on me as much because I not only have people who are going to help me resolve the problem. If I do need to talk about something, I need to get something off my chest. I have somebody, you know, I have a group of people I can say that to without feeling like I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of venting or just kind of dumping. Like, that's why we're here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's why, that's why we, that's how we support each other. You know, so when you, when you're trying to rock on your own, that macho, you know, complex is going to be like, yeah, I, I, I get my own bread. I pay my own bills. I handle my stuff, which I think is important. And I think there are a lot, there are a lot of, a lot of people, especially brothers in particular who need to learn that before they just fall back and be like, I'm going to go home. You know, right. I think that's important. Yeah. The, the line, we got to talk about telling the line. Man, if you're going to, especially if you're going to start talking, talking about starting or leading the family or, you know, proposing to your girl or whatever, you need to have that complex, man, that you, you, you're preparing to take over the kingdom when the king passes you the mantle, right? No prince is just sitting there in la-la land talking about, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to just live with daddy all the time. No, no, man. The prince watches the king and trains himself so that when when his time comes, he ready. And so so I think I had that. Um, and I was basically trying to be a prince, training to build my kingdom, but I had no king and I had no help. And you can't build a kingdom like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you had no one to like model it after specifically. Not in the day to day. Yeah, no. Like I, I didn't. You know, I didn't. I didn't have a role models and and peers too who were helping me learn how to be an adult. You know, I was just kind of doing it. And regardless of how nice you think you are when you freestyling, you will always be better when you have teammates. And so that that's how I feel. I feel as strong. I feel as time stronger as how many people we add to right. the squad. You know. What about you? though? What do you think? Yeah, no, I completely agree. Uh, Living on my own, I mean, I was going through a turbulent time in my life when I lived on my own, but I know for a fact that I would have been more stable if I was living with my people. Mm -hmm. And it's not even like I needed to live at home. I just would have been more stable if I was living with my people, like people that I know that I could have gone to, and no matter what, it still would have been good. So um, that's what being here has given me. And, you know, I, I get you, like, with the car troubles, living on my own, I was just like, ugh, like, you know, you handle it, and it is what it is, it's not yeah. like you don't handle anything, right. but it's still just, like, frustrating, but, like, here, I'm just like, everything's fine, honestly, yeah. like, honestly, everything's fine, it's no big deal, mm-hmm. um, so I completely agree with that, also agree with the fact that this is, this is all, within context, y'all, both of us have a plan, are working, um, are working towards something, mm-hmm. both about to go back to school. Right. So I just think it would be very different. I don't want y'all to think that we are recommending that people go home so that they can kick it. Right. That that's that would be that would be detrimental to everybody in this situation. Right. It would be detrimental to you who's saving all this bread 
and pulling a Lawrence and thinking that the East of the world is just going to be there. Don't get kicked out, man. Right. Don't get kicked out. Don't get disrespectful either. And my parents would be the ones to do that. They're like, don't get disrespectful, dog. If you're not paying, do the math, dog. You pay $1,000 in rent, 100 bucks in utilities. Maybe y'all eat meals together, so you spend whatever on food. It doesn't need to be monetary. You know, maybe your folks don't have you pay. Yeah. But you need to be pouring that much value back into your family because now you have it. Exactly. You know, so when we, when we, if one of our businesses got to go to work, we all go to work. We mob. Yeah. Like we are kicking, pitching in, in literally every single way that we can at every given opportunity. It's not just to say like, oh, you're letting us stay here and you have to do everything that you would normally have to do. No, bro. No. Mm, no. So one takeaway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, lazy butt. But, um, so one takeaway is just. Be encouraged, y'all, and don't let people out here dictate what you should and should not do with your life. Right. Nobody knows what's best for your life or what's better for your life than you. Thanks. So if you've decided upon something, don't let questions, don't let you know slick statements, don't let any of that deter you from going down the path that you have chosen. And obviously, we still work through that every day. We have not mastered that. But in this particular situation, when it affects so much in our future... We're doing it. Bruh, faith, family, future, legacy. Get your priorities straight. Let your important things be important. We do that here. Yeah. This is the Priority Pod. Thanks for tuning in. Here is where we let the important things be important. And we keep our priorities straight. True. So, y'all, I hope you saw on the Instagram, but we are having monthly Bible studies moving forward. Um, The first one is on August 10th at 7 p.m. Central Time. Shoot me your email if you haven't already, and I'll add you to the listserv, and I'll send out the details. Let's do it. Y'all have a great week. Peace. Peace.